0: Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound
1: the battle cry.
0: Two men, 15 minutes, oh, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk.
1: It's your Friday,
0: wrapping up the week. And the
1: Gospel of Matthew. That's exactly right. For those who will join us on Monday, which I hope is all of you,
0: and bring a friend, we're going to be looking at the book of Galatians. Galatians chapter 1 next week. But today, finishing up Matthew chapter 28, I'm going to read that last paragraph again, this time from the English Standard Version. Now, the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age.
1: I know we talked about uh, earlier this week, doubting Thomas, or we said something about it in passing and uh luke gives certainly more attention to that account uh or that that aspect of of all of these events but i think it's interesting to get a hat tip here that matthew mentions doubting uh even among the 12 and the uh what's the word i'm i'm looking for there but but the idea that there there is a uh, relationship to all of these gospels that they all seem to kind of operate with a Knowledge of the events, of course, uh, but then even, you know, kind of in small ways lend credence to details in the others.
0: Yeah. So John is the one that tells us about doubting Thomas. Luke tells us about the road to Emmaus. Oh, the road to Emmaus. Pardon me. That's okay. That's all right. But just, I just wanted to make sure to um, get that right. But uh, yeah. So again, as we pointed out, these guys were not just folks who just. Accepted. Yeah, this these were people that had to be convinced. I, I want us to remember that. So yesterday we talked about the shocking aspect of Jesus' foundation for making disciples it was surprising because today you would think that the foundation for getting people to be disciples is that the reason we should is because of Jesus' love or his grace or his mercy. But Jesus said you should make disciples because all authority because he's the king. Because he's the king we should make disciples. Now granted, uh, the the reason anybody would want him to be king is because of his love and his grace and his mercy. Okay? Mm-hmm, so I'm not mm-hmm. acting like those things aren't important. I'm just seeing the emphasis. Mm-hmm. I think I I have a similar kind of surprise when I take a look not only at the foundation for why we should make disciples, but then the process for making disciples. He provides a two-step process. Step one, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Step two, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And here's why that's surprising to me. Again, I, on the one hand, I'm not at all surprised this week. I've read this again and again and again and again. I know exactly what it says. I've preached on it. I've taught it. I think I I think I know what he's saying. Uh, but, but then as I look around at our religious world, and even sometimes a lot of what we say, it kind of surprises me that the word faith and belief aren't actually in this paragraph. <laughs> Now, I know yeah. in Mark's account, he does bring up believe yeah. and be baptized, but I'm, I'm looking here at Matthew's account, and he doesn't say that the, the way we make disciples is teaching them to know who mm-hmm. I am, mm-hmm. uh, which, of course, we do have to do that. Otherwise, why would we follow him? Yeah. But, but that's not what he says here. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't teaching them to believe what I've done for them. Now, again, I'm, I know we have to do that. Otherwise, we're not going to do what is said here but when jesus emphasizes the making of disciples it it's it's kind of surprising but when i tie it back to what i learned yesterday it actually follows because his yesterday he emphasized the authority instead of the the grace the love and the mercy in the same way today instead of emphasizing mere assent, mm-hmm. he emphasizes allegiance yeah if Actions. he is the king I need to ally myself with him. I need to give him my allegiance. I need to observe what he has commanded. Which takes us back to the point yesterday of there's no in between. There's no neutral ground. I'm either doing what he said or I'm not. Yeah, and so the first part of that is this response
1: in Baptism. If people understand that he has the authority, he says, baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And I understand that expression in the name of to be authority and authority exercised. And so when people trust and accept and ally themselves, as you mentioned, Jesus is Lord, resurrected from the dead, the first thing they do is they are immersed in water by the authority of Father, Son, Holy Spirit.
0: Yeah. He he said, uh, I have all authority. And so the first thing I'm telling you is go be baptized. Yeah. Go be immersed in water Mm -hmm. under the authority of Father, Son, and Spirit. And there's a lot to be said there about that connection of if he has all authority and now authority of Father, Son, and Spirit, that that equality of authority that they have, that deity that Father, Son, and Spirit all experience together. It is an expression of Godhead. Yes. Yes. And so the initiation then is baptism. Mm -hmm. And now through the rest of the New Testament, that initiation rite is fleshed out. Mm -hmm. We recognize, for instance, when the first gospel sermon is preached in Acts chapter two, when Peter brings this up, he he had Mm -hmm. been told, I think think we need to remember this. I think this is often forgotten when people look at Acts chapter two and verse 38, but but earlier, Jesus had told him, you go out and you make disciples, and the way you do it is by baptizing them. Mm-hmm. And so we shouldn't be surprised then when people ask, men and brethren, what shall we do, that his reaction is, well, I'll tell you, repent and be baptized. Mm-hmm. But he fleshes it out. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sins. Mm-hmm. This baptism in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus is a baptism that is in order to receive the remission of sins. Acts 22, 16, Paul, or at that time called Saul, and Ananias said to him, what are you waiting for? Arise and be baptized and wash away your sins. This is what we find happening yeah. in baptism. And so this, we read earlier in the week, I think it was
1: Monday, Romans 6, verses 3 and 4 about how the baptism is into the death of christ and then raised up just as he was raised up the glory of this resurrection we come up
0: out of the water and we're new in christ we can find why just in the context of jesus that god would make this the initiation Mm -hmm. because it is us following in the footsteps of Jesus. It's me saying, you are Lord. You died. You were buried. You were resurrected. I'm going to walk through that with you. After all, the righteous requirement of the law is that those who sin die. That's right. And when I die in baptism and I'm buried with Jesus and raised to walk in a new life, I am dying with him. That's right. and, And in him, I have fulfilled that righteous requirement of the law. Yeah. it's no wonder that's the initiation rite. It's not the thing I do two or three weeks later after I've been saved. It's nope. not the thing I do years later. I talked recently with a fellow that was like five years. He said he had become a Christian and he had asked Jesus in his heart to be Lord, but it was five years before he was baptized. That's, that's that's not this baptism. That is not the picture in the Bible at all. That is a different kind of baptism yeah. than what Peter is preaching, than what Jesus proclaimed. Yeah. We make disciples by baptizing them. That's the initiation to come into discipleship. But... Mm-hmm. It goes on, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. That's... That's not the end. It's no. not get baptized and now you're a disciple. That's the beginning. That is the beginning. Yeah, because all authority has been given to me. And the initiation into Christ is about giving my allegiance to mm-hmm. him. And now I need to live my allegiance to him. Right. And so we have step two. And step two is teach them. <laughs> to do what? Teach them to observe all things that I've commanded you. So, obviously, there is some teaching that happens before the baptism. Yeah. I mean, that's just obvious that nobody's just going to go out and get dunked underwater for no reason at all. Mm-hmm. I think that's, if I can just back up to first point, we, we skipped this. I think that's another reason for seeing baptism as the initiation. Mm -hmm. There's teaching that happens before baptism, but you're not a disciple until you're baptized. But now that you're baptized for the remission of sins into Jesus Christ, you're not done. Now there's the ongoing discipling of the nations, the ongoing discipling of all people who enter Jesus Christ, and that comes by teaching to do, which makes me think of the end of the Sermon on the Mount, Mm. when when Jesus highlighted there that there's two kinds of people. There's the, there's the kind of person that hears and doesn't do. That guy's building his house on sand, and when judgment comes, his house is going to go splat. Yeah. But then there's the person who hears and does it, and that person is building the house on the rock. And when the judgment comes, that's, that's the person who endures, survives, and even thrives throughout the judgment because the house is built upon the rock. Christ's
1: kingdom is so much more than one people in one place, an earthly kingdom, and we certainly see that here as they are commissioned to take this message to all the nations, make disciples of all the nations, that all people are invited to know and to uh trust and to respond in obedience to the lordship of jesus christ beginning in baptism but then ordering your life and following him afterwards i mean after all what is a disciple you're going to go make disciples these are followers these are students and learners these are people who say jesus is my lord and i want to be like him in every way how do i do that how do i do that and that in itself is a process of learning and shaping our attitudes, our actions, some of that ethic that we talked about, to having the love, having the mercy, bearing that in our lives and showing it to other people, even taking this good message
0: and passing it on to other people. I want to, as we wrap up Matthew, as we wrap up today, as we wrap up this week, I, I guess I want to turn from talking to you, Andrew, for a moment to talking to everyone who's listening. Sure. And the question that I have for everyone is, is Jesus Lord? If you've been listening to Matthew and maybe been trying to figure that out, it's it's time it's time to think that through. Will you confess Jesus is Lord? Have you confessed Jesus is Lord? Have you given him your allegiance by by walking through the death, burial, and resurrection with him, by going through that initiation, by being baptized, immersed, buried in water, so that you can be raised and by your faith in the power of the working of God, as Colossians 2.12 says, You you can be raised up by God's powerful working in baptism. And then are you learning? Are you continuing to grow, to become more and more and more like Jesus? He will be with you on that process. I know if you're thinking about being baptized, there's the part of you saying, I just don't think I can make it. He says, I'm with you always. His grace is with us. He will grow us. He will hold on to us if we will simply hold on to him. If we can help you be a disciple, we want to please reach out to us. Text talk at ChristiansMeetHere.org. We want to help you. We're going to be gathering together as brothers and sisters worshiping God on Sunday. Go to ChristiansMeetHere.org to find out about the times. We'd love to talk with you we, we want to be disciples growing. We want to help you be disciples growing. Won't you let us help you? Andrew, why don't you wrap us up with a prayer?
1: Our great God and Father, we thank you, Lord, for today. We thank you that you've seen us through these weeks as we've been studying through Matthew and talking about it, and having these times of devotion and encouragement in your word. I pray, Father, your blessings upon all those that are uh, joining the, the, the podcast today. And, Father, in a special way, I pray for those who are listening who have, who have not yet made their confession Jesus is Lord, who have not yet put him on in baptism. And I pray, God, that you might work through your word and in their hearts, Father, that, uh, that they would respond. And we pray, Father, that we might be a great encouragement and discipleship as people want to take that next step to be more like Jesus. It does begin with this humble obedience in response to this invitation to be baptized, to become a disciple, and, Father, to walk with you and to walk faithfully in your word. And we pray, God, that you might bless us to help one another to do that, and, Father, that you might uh, help us to have the courage to make the determination, uh, to be obedient and to follow you, to change what we need to change, to be more like Jesus, to take up new things and new works, and, and to Father, to represent ourselves as those who respect that Jesus is Lord and he has all authority. We pray, Father, that you would bless us to that end. Watch over us throughout the week and this weekend. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today.